0: Alleluia, 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 I chose you from the world, that you may go and bear fruit that will endure, says the Lord, Alleluia. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus departed to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. And when the day came, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles Simon, whom he named Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas. James the son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a stretch of level ground. A great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal regions of Tyre and Sidon came to hear him to be healed of their diseases. and Even those who were tormented by unclean spirits were cured. Everyone in the crowd sought to touch him, Because power came forth from him and he healed them all. The Gospel of the Lord. I am named after my dad, right? So I'm PJ, Patrick John, my dad also Patrick John. His dad was Thomas, but his dad was Patrick, for whom my dad was named, and so on. We forget very often that most of the characters in the New Testament are named after characters in the Old Testament. Jesus, being the preeminent example, is not the only Jesus in the Bible. There are several Jesuses, or Yehoshuas in the Old Testament, but as a kind of grammatical convention since the earliest days, the Old Testament is written mostly in Hebrew, and the New Testament is written mostly in Greek. So we use the Greek form of Jesus's name for Jesus, because his his book's written in Greek, and we use the Hebrew form for the others, that is, Joshua. Jesus is named after Joshua, son of Nun, the successor to Moses, who led the people like Moses through the water, not of the Red Sea, but of the River Jordan. And so the new Joshua, that is, Jesus, starts his ministry by passing through the waters of the Jordan, through which he leads all of us by holy baptism to the promised land of new life. The Blessed Mother, Our Lady Mary, was likewise named after a character in the Old Testament, one perhaps even more obscure. She's named after the sister of Moses, the one who put him in the basket into the river. Her name was Miriam. Again, it's the same name, think Juan and John. That's what we're doing here, right? And so, so, so the Blessed Mother is named after the sister of Moses, who of course, when the people pass through the sea, as soon as they get to the beach on the other side, she lifts a tambourine and begins to sing a song. And Mary's sort of first moment on stage after receiving words she's to receive the Son of God is to sing a song, the Magnificat, which the church recites every night. So so there's a dynamic here going on with names. The church keeps today as the memory of Mary's name day, the day in which she was given her name, just as it keeps New Year's as the memory of Jesus' name day. Jewish boys were named at the ceremony of circumcision, which took place eight days after birth. Jewish girls, because they, thanks be to God, were not circumcised, they, they didn't wait eight days, they only had five. And, of course, whose birthday was last Friday? Blessed Mother's. So that's how we get today's feast. Why, then, does the Church have us not, say, recount Mary's Magnificat, or maybe the moment of the Annunciation, or even uh, the wedding at Cana, when her identity is sort of revealed in light of Jesus? Instead, the Church has us just recall the names of the Apostles. Jesus has a multitude of disciples, but he selects 12 whom he calls by name, and names establishes orders as apostles. That's because these names, the names of these 12, whom we see in the book of Revelation are written over each of the thrones and given judgment over the 12 tribes, that these names were not the names of God in the flesh or of she who bore him in her womb, but of entirely ordinary people like you and me. And yet these names, for 2,000 years, have been invoked against demons, inscribed on our churches, given to our children as models and exemplars and intercessors. These names now have power, just as the name of the Lord Jesus has power just as the name of the Blessed Mother has power. The Church gives us these names to remind us that our names, too, can be holy. If we live the life of grace, if we cultivate virtue and refrain from vice, if we put aside that which keeps us from God and keep ourselves singularly motivated, singularly ordered toward God and His designs, If we grow in short in holiness, then our names will themselves become holy. And we will find ourselves one day seated alongside the twelve who sit on the thrones in judgment. We'll find ourselves as patron saints of the silly things we do every day, helping out those who come behind us to grow in the same faith faith, hope, and love, and likewise become saints themselves.